alive and of sound mind, not impaired by any illicit substance. <laughs> What's that so laughter? Sad. What? That was like an incriminating bit of laughter going yeah, on. Yeah, it was. That's the funny part. You'd think I was stoned in anticipation of this thing, but I promise I'm not. I just stumbled upon my words. The listening public is very judgmental. They're going to hear that laugh and they're going to make a judgment about you, Mike Keller. Yeah, they're going to jump to conclusions. They're going to cast aspersions, false ones. That's what happens when you're a influencer. Yeah, no, you're the influencer with your half million views. Influencer under the influence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I feel influenced by you. You know, I, I just wrote you off as a normal schlub, but then I saw those half million views and I'm like, whoa, he has credibility. Oh, for the post that I made that went semi-viral. This is essentially a victory lap for your uh, successful video. I don't know if it's a victory lap. I, I wanted to be a little bit more analytical about what happened and... Okay talk about i mean i i think i've kind of already gone through the whole stages i went through the stage of like putting it up and then it kind of semi blowing up and getting you know thousands of views and getting all the notifications and stuff and uh, i it, anyway I'll, I'll fill you in listening public if you don't know what happened uh i have the tiktok account it's vegan hacks pod it's connected with what we're doing right now and uh, at first it was, I felt like it was going to be a vehicle to really just promote the podcast, but it kind of turned into its own thing. It, its own celebration of delicious yummies that you make every single day. More than that, I really think that it's important to mainstream vegan food. Yeah. And I felt like there was an untapped audience that I could express my point of view towards i mean i know there are vegan influencers on TikTok and of varying degrees i just felt like i could bring a voice to maybe i don't know the common man vegan or something you tapped that market <laughs> yeah or some some kind of market and mm. uh it kind of build help build the community be part of the community uh i, I i'm definitely you know kind of uh, apprehensive about activism on tiktok because you don't want to be trolled well not just that it's it's definitely a double-edged sword because mm. there's there's elements of ridicule that that go in it as well and i felt like in a in like let's say a podcast environment like like what we're doing now it's a little more nuanced we can discuss things and talk about certain things with tiktok it's basically okay i got 60 seconds, 30 seconds, what are my talking points? Boom, 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 boom. Let me just go ahead. And I felt like as a medium, it's a really good medium to express, I don't know, joy or outrage, excitement, something, just but one singular thing that you really want to push out. Without a lot of nuance or counter arguments or balancing your points. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and, and sure. also it's kind of an emotional thing. So I feel like showing cuisine, showing international cuisine, showing uh, the, the latest vegan products that are, I, I, I remember getting almost 60,000 views on, actually more uh, on the breakfast sandwich at Pete's. 
And uh, it was just interesting because there was a kind of an excitement that, that you could get a breakfast sandwich without any compromises that had vegan cheese, vegan meat. Oh, wow. That's great. You don't have to ask for a modification? Yeah, it's the everything bagel sandwich. And it has uh, Beyond Meat. It has um, Just Egg. And it also has a vegan cheese, unbranded. But it's it's kind of a it's and it's cool. It's cool. It's three corporations. It's Pete's, Beyond, and Just Egg all together in a in a bagel sandwich. Okay, sorry, I got to do this podcast later. I'm going to Pete's right now. Putting something up like that and getting excitement and views kind of shows a little bit of a sea change. And also, I know that the TikTok audience skews younger. I mean, it is a generalization. I know that a lot of middle-aged people, older people like myself, have got have embraced TikTok because of COVID and you know, kind mm-hmm. of being inside, and it's it's a avenue of our creativity. But I know that there is a lot of young people that go on TikTok and can be inspired by different things, you know, and they 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 can relate to going to Pete's and getting coffee now instead of getting something that has ham in it, they can get something that has Beyond Meat in it. That's 100% vegan. I had built up about 5,000 followers. And then my wife had this idea about doing this crazy thing with vegan cheese, where you put the Hmm. vegan cheese directly on the skillet and it bubbles like, you know, kind of like it's alive. And then you take like kind of a shish kebab skewer. And she she did this kind of poor man's shish kebab skewer with uh, <laughs> lifeline hot dogs and, and, and cubes of bread. And you roll it in this yellow vile life cheese and you get this kind of weird cheese stick thing. Uh, Looks delicious. Well, I mean, it was... It was weird. It was, and and I remember yeah. when she was doing it, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of weird." But I, I mean, I was shooting it. I was with my camera shooting it, and and I also have a background in advertising. So, to me, I'm like, I'm seeing this. I'm like, hey, you know, I think people might be inspired by this because they see the the vegan cheese like bubbling in the skillet and sticking this on the shish kebab. Yeah, it's, it, it definitely had a lot of great visuals. Also too, it was like a shish kebab thing. So it really worked with that kind of portrait aspect ratio. You oh, because it's a long, long yeah, yeah. shape? Yeah, well, it's the right, sh- they, it's the right they're shape. They're hot dogs, so they're actually shish dogs. That's right. Well, that was the other thing that I did kind of in an advertising way that helped maybe promote this or get this a little in a kind of a semi-viral sense. Because at the end, I did this sort of call to action, like, what do we call this? <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, what do we call this, this thing? So it was a, basically a 30-second commercial for this crazy concoction. And it had a little bit of a story and I actually called it something in the title. I called it vegan stoner food because I just thought it was just funny, you know, and, and it actually did kind of elicit reactions from a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. You know, you had disapproving vegans, Mm -hmm. you had judgments. Yeah. You had people that were like so excited to see it like yeah finally my channel not that i'm going to be a vegan stoner food channel but but the idea that i could take you know this kind of junk food thing and kind of try to mainstream it or get it out there Mm -hmm. i mean you you're you're basically defining stoner food as anything sort of uh like 
fattening and delicious and accessible and not particularly nuanced in flavor and inexpensive and it's something you would like gorge. You don't have a lot of stuff in the fridge and you just want to make something that's kind of improvisational and you're not really thinking too much about what you're composing. It's just something that you're doing like last minute or you're just oh we have and in some ways that was we had some leftover bread we had some of these hot dogs from something that we did and then and then you we had the, had the cheese you know it's three ingredients basically that's it so anyway the the tally so far on on this whatever vegan stoner food uh, post was four hundred and seventeen thousand plays uh seventy five thousand likes you know, close to a thousand comments, a kind of a, a groundswell. It was like kind of the situation too, where, you know, you kind of want your message to get out there, but then there was also something inside me going like, uh, why this one? You know, I yeah. show so much like delicious, wonderful food. Right. I, you know, I, I it's try not a meritocracy. I try, yeah, no. I mean, I tried to inspire and I, I basically inspired with the trashiest, junkiest food I've ever put up on, on TikTok. <laughs> You're you're known for your lesser creations. That's like a a special kind of cross to bear. You say to yourself, like, why bother making something good when people seem to be clamoring for, uh, you know, this Walmart thrown together thing? Well, that's also the element of TikTok because yeah. there is this kind of element of trash culture that is also pushed out with TikTok <gasps> as well. Don't say these things. Elitist. Well, no, when I say trash culture, yeah. I mean, there's people that, and, and it's, it's not the vegan channels, uh, uh, there's, but there's people that like, they'll do some really outrageous things like bacon wrapped in chicken wrapped in, in, in gooey cheese and they'll, they'll, they'll fry it and they'll bite into it and all the cheese will run down there. I mean, there's a, there's this kind of like gross out college vibe going on with that and in some ways this the even how i approached it with the um with the tiktok was this is either the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever <laughs> you decide you know i i kind of push it out that way no i i think you like you should embrace your gross half and make a little more like make a turducken vegan you know, may, like, uh, you know, you can do these gourmet things as well, just so you don't lose your uh, cachet. But I, I really do think you should you should every once in a while make one of these extreme, delicious, gross, you know, science fair projects and try it. The real problem is, Mike, is I actually have to eat it afterwards. <laughs> I'll help you eat it. As long as it's vegan, I don't care. My trash compactor. Okay. Well, well, you haven't seen Cheezilla. Cheezilla. Wait, <laughs> is that a thing that you actually made? We made a cheese ball, and we call it Cheezilla. Hell yeah! But it's not. Cheez I mean, it's not going viral. I mean, like, like, like the uh, vegan stoner food. But you know, I mean, it's but it's Cheezilla, man. You can't Did expect the same results. You can keep on jumping out of the same closet, going boo. You know, it's after a while, people aren't going to be scared anymore. Their algorithm is this mysterious black box. I have no idea how it works. I would love some insight. I'm sure it's constantly changing, so no one can ever, like, fully figure it out or hack it. 
Yeah, I don't understand the, the algorithm. I actually have another account. Alchemy. You know it. Where Your I've personal. Been, yeah, my personal account where I've been just putting ridiculous things up. And I did this one that was just so ridiculous. It was just uh, like we had some batteries in a bag and, and, and little compartments. And I'm like, oh, I'm making a bento box for my robot wife. <laughs> yeah, this one. And that got like 40,000 views. And oh, I don't really? understand. Yeah, It's I don't... just silly. It's fun. And then there's also ones where I'll put something up and I know it's funny or amazing. And, and I know they're watching the whole thing because it's only a 10 second video. And then it just stops. Like, why did it the just stop? The algorithm cheated you. Or maybe someone said, this is too, this is too good. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure. so anyway, I asked people what they should call it. This thing, the vegan stoner food with the cheese, surrounded in cheese. And I think the winner called it fondant. Mm, that's a good It's one. not fondue, but it's fondant. I was looking at some responses and I think that it shows a certain aesthetic too that I I feel a lot of times from the vegan community. There, there was something too. I put up a review of this uh, Trader Joe's vegan bolognese sauce and I didn't like it. I mean, I wasn't crazy about the sauce, but I figured out a way to amp it up. And someone said, you know, you don't, you're really not vegan if you're eating these processed foods. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, they, they have a certain definition of what vegan is. An inaccurate definition. Some people think that maybe vegans are just, people just eat whole foods, or if they're a whole food vegan, they feel like they're, they're, they have a, maybe a greater purity per se. But anyway, mm. this is a comment that, that was on the vegan stoner food. Vegan or processed food, question mark. <laughs> this is how the vegan trend contradicts itself. The point of vegan is to eat plants, not animals, not fake food. Just saying, peace sign. <laughs> I'm sure others clamored to your defense. I wrote, I mean, I responded. Oh, wait, there's a whole, there's a whole discourse. I didn't even see this whole discourse because I didn't, I didn't, I, I wrote, there are many contradictions in our lives. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's better not to feed the trolls. But didn't other people say, what are you talking about? It's for the animals. I can eat whatever I want as long as it's not infringing on someone else's life. Someone life. actually did come to my defense. Well, that's, yeah. that's a cool thing about when you have something that's viral like this is you don't have to defend yourself. It's just like no. all of a sudden there's so much activity. It becomes almost like a town square for a second. Yeah. And for everyone sure. sort of intersects because, because they want to be part of this conversation. And, and it's great too. You know, I, I mean, I've been putting things up on all these different channels. Like I, I put, I put up the same videos on um, Instagram and also YouTube, but it doesn't get the same discourse or the same activity that TikTok does. Someone responded, the point of being vegan is not to eat animals. That's all really. There are other aspects, health, environment, but it's an ethical stance, really. As long as you're not promoting dead animals or their excretions, you're you're fine. Oh no, the definition of vegan is to sure. do the best you can by not eating anim animal products. Right. That's, that's, well, that's the definition of vegan. When half a million people see it, there's obviously well, going to be someone with their wires crossed. What do you expect? We always crash into this concept of purity. There's some people they see 
Violife cheese, or they see the Trader Joe's sauce, and they think, oh, this is disgusting, this is gross, this is, I don't know, corporate swill. You can live on an island and be content with your decisions, or you can choose to be in the world where there are these new exciting vegan options that are opening up a vegan world for more people to, to be a part of the community. Totally. I guess this difference between, let's say, like a big tent and then sort of uh, elitist. Well, uh, you're opening up the tent and uh, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But, you know, as, as long as you're not uh, harming a third party victim, you do you. It's Vegan Hacks Pod, if you don't know it already. Uh, and if you want to get it, be a part of the community, I'll follow you on TikTok and it'll be fun. Sometimes it's hard to follow people because... Like, especially when this viral thing hit, I got like 10,000 new followers like in a couple of days. And it was like, whoa, So you what couldn't is hit follow back fast enough? Well, no, if you do it, they'll just, they'll disable your account. <laughs> right. Well, look, you're on a pedestal. You can't be, you can't be following everyone who follows you. <laughs> There's just too many of your acolytes that, you know, they, it's a one, it's a one way street. Actually, what I've been doing is at first I was following people and we were, I was just basically following people who were following me back. And now what I do is I just, when I'm watching other people's TikToks and I see a TikTok where they're, they're my friend or they follow me, I follow them back. So I see their work and then it's sort of supporting someone who's also a creator. I know that you're on TikTok as well because I saw some amazing drone footage. Yeah, I did a little aerial montage because I, I went to um, Puerto Rico recently, and uh, I think it came out well. It looked beautiful. It looked like commercial uh, photography. Isn't technology amazing? It's like a inexpensive consumer drone, and I, you know, if you just line up the shot well and you edit it, uh, boom! It looks like pretty great. Okay, so when you were in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. and you land, you didn't just like take a whole, you didn't have like a little canister of Soylent, like all that you drank all day. Did you no, bring any Soylent with you? I No, I just ate some Cliff Bars there. No, I, I ate normal food. I mean, I also ate a lot of Beyond Burgers at Burger King. But I, and I had some local cuisine, like they have a delicious plantain-based dish called mofongo, and it's like a mound of of seasoned fried plantains with, um, you know, salt and I think garlic. It's, you know, served with vegetables and other people have it with shrimp or with meat. But I, of course, had the um, the vegetable version is really good. I mean, they're really good with plantain based foods, which is it's so good. When you're in some place like Puerto Rico, I mean, I, I mean, I know, I mean, I know what I do when I'm in a strange town. <laughs> when I land in a strange town. I always try to find and look for the vegan restaurants. Oh, right. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if you did that, but I, I mean, that's, that's one of those things that I always think that, I mean, this is just, maybe this is some type of theory I have when it comes to mm -hmm. uh, vegan restaurants. Like I remember landing in Toronto and going, okay, where are the vegan restaurants? They have and, a lot. And if I could get to the vegan restaurants, I know I'm going to be in the coolest part of town with like yeah. the artists and coffee shops and art and like bookstores and culture. For some reason, that's always kind of a 
I don't know, a, a place of enlightenment and fun for me. And maybe maybe it's my weird theory that I have that, that may not. That no, may... I think there's some truth to that because ve <laughs> vegans are often at the like edge of, uh, you know, the intersection of of like artsy people and tech bros and whatever. I, like there's that's true because the, my favorite vegan place in Las Vegas is right by that downtown container park it's called a uh, veggie nation and they they're just really good really good yeah veg nation's awesome i like that place a lot oh you you've been there oh a bunch of times do you go to las vegas a lot i used to go for all the conventions oh right and there's a, there's an incredible raw vegan place i hope it's still there uh that's in the container park that's oh. raw vegan. It's 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 incredible. It's, it's got it's edges of soul food too. Like uh, oh, cool. And there's it's a right next to Vegination. Yeah, yeah. And there's also a pizza joint across from that area that has great um, vegan pizza. So yeah, I, but it's they all seem to gather in the cool areas and the places mm -hmm. where you can kind of get you can see art. You can you can suck in the culture. You're right. It's sad to think that like vegan restaurants are kind of a indicator of gentrification but it really shouldn't be that way you know it, veganism should not be something for like yuppies only it should be for everyone all right well mm -hmm. another episode of vegan hacks has been bites the, been, dust. Bites the dust and uh, thank you mike keller for thank your you. intelligence and wit and and just all the amazing things that you bring to the table thank you for your <laughs> thank you for your uh, activism and your passion and um, your work ethic I'm so tired <laughs> <laughs>